This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon. This is Front Row on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. This year marks Johann Sebastian Bach's 338th birthday. He was born on the 31st of March, 1685. And to celebrate, Malaysia's renowned artist soprano Ang Mei Fung and pianist Ng Chong Lim will be joining the Malaysia Bach Festival Orchestra led by international conductor David Chin in the concert. They're going to be performing two solo cantatas and the keyboard concerto. So joining me are all three of them. David, who is, of course, the artistic director of the Bach Fest and Mei Fung and Chong both again soloists with the Malaysian Bach Festival Orchestra. Welcome all of you. How are you today? Thanks for having us. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me today. So, David, so nice to have you back in the studio. We caught up, uh, what was it, just back in July last year. Uh, we were catching up about Out of the Depths, right, which was your first post-lockdown concert by uh, Bach Fest Malaysia. Just to remind our listeners about that. Right. Um, last year we did nationwide Bach Cantata concert tour featuring two cantatas and I thought um, we were all coming out from the pandemic so that was out of the depths and I thought this year we are all looking forward to a hopeful a new year uh, with a kind of a new beginning so I thought um, it's only fitting to choose the title the theme All Things New That's for this true. concert. It's wonderful. It's a lovely theme to have. And, uh, and you know, celebrating Bach's birthday as well, uh, 338th birthday, that's a, that's quite a milestone as well. And right. I think the lovely thing is, you know, everyone's still very keen to perform his music. You know, there's still such great appreciation for it, isn't it? Right. I mean, it is uh, unbelievable to see that so many people around the world, and I know even in Asia or different countries, that people are still playing and singing um, his works today. So, I mean, obviously, there's something special about his music, mm-hmm. and obviously, he's also the father of Western music. Yes, yes, and I guess that was going to be my next question. You know, for for folks who may not be so familiar with his works, um, and you, of course, are my, my my go-to guy, right? You are the expert as far as I'm concerned. Talk to us a little bit about Johann Sebastian Bach. You know, uh, talk to me about his who he was. You know, what do you, what was he like as a person from what you know. Well, I think Bach was very fortunate because he was born into a very musical family, already fourth or fifth generations um, in his entire family. And even back then um, in Germany, when people talk about Bach, I mean, Bach in German actually means um, streams, you know, like river. Mm-hmm. But, um, but when people talk about Bach back then already, immediately they would connect Bach to music. Because of his father, his grandfather, his uncles, they were all um, musicians of the court and of the churches. So um, they were also very famous. So if you were going to get um, a job, if you have an interview um, for a church job, for example, if you just say your last name is Bach and you almost guarantee get the job. <laughs> That's just like your window into the thing, right? And how much of his forefathers and his environment uh, was in, you know, what we know of uh, of him? Did he have a very strong sense of tradition, you know, in, in his music as well? Yes. Um, what I know from um, history is that um, the family and extended family, they would gather at least once a year. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they would have a lot of food and uh, it's just like a big party. But one of the things they would do is they would actually um, get together and kind of play a musical games where they would sing some sort of what we call today remix of all the different <laughs> songs and they would juxtapose, uh, juxtapose them together and then sing them together um, to have, you know, double meaning, uh, that sort of things and they would um, get a kick out of it. So um, 
they were a very musical family, not only as their profession, but also um, in their daily lives. And we know that in Germany, usually for all the different families, what they would do after dinner, I mean, there's no TV, there's no radio, there's no internet at the time. So what people would do is they would gather together and actually sing chorales. So it was it pretty, pretty much lived it and breathed it, right? It was just like an essential part. Of, it was just part of their life, right? Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. And uh, Meifung and uh, Chong Lim, if I can ask you, uh, uh, both of you, you know, maybe Meifung, I can start with you. Uh, what is your sort of relationship with Bach's music? You know, what is it about it that you love? All right. Um, well, uh, as a soprano who is supposed to sing, I, I think I'll, sh- I'll start from saying my connection with Bach actually starts from playing his piano pieces because mm-hmm. I started as um, I started to receive musical training from the piano first and Bach is always in our exam plate <laughs> isn't you know, it like yes. repertoire list <laughs> <laughs> so you know, at that time <laughs> there's like a no, no no way to get out from from that influence <laughs> Uh, and uh, I have no shame to, to tell everybody that at that time I did not like Bach that much. I understand. Probably I understand. because of exams. <laughs> um, you know, no one likes to be forced, you know, to play something, right? Correct. And that's for examiners, like, even doubled um, fear of that. Yeah. Um, but after many years, when I got back and listened more to Bach, especially when I started to learn to write counterpoint <laughs> in university. And, and, and uh, I, I, uh, I just couldn't stop admiring Bach, you know, with all his works, you know, and, and his ideas, like nonstop ideas um, in, in musical writing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then I got more opportunities to sing his pieces, and, and that got me into... Um, his music, mm-hmm. which is outside of fulfilling just a, an exam. So uh, that's kind of like my <laughs> relationship <laughs> with Bach. Okay, yeah. yeah. You sort of left it but came back to it. You know, you yeah, found exactly. each other again yeah. uh, in a non-exam setting. <laughs> 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 I understand though, those ABRSM, my goodness. I mean, I loved <laughs> I loved playing the piano, but when you put me for those exams, that's when exactly. I started just like, oh, why am I forced yeah. to do this? But anyway, um, yeah. Jong Lim, obviously the pianist in the uh, in the yeah. studio with yeah. us today. Talk to us about, uh, talk to me about your relationship sure. with Bach. Um, um, actually, from young, I, I love playing Bach music, which is quite strange. <laughs> oh no, he's the odd one out here. Yeah, but, uh, but um, I can share a little bit about during pandemic time. So I spend most of the time when uh, locked down at, at home. So actually I play through a lot of Bach music. Ah. It's just for comfort. It's not, not professionally, but just for fun. And um, this is how Bach uh, music so important to my life. Mm-hmm. And it's one of, of course, for sure, he's the top three, my favorite composer, maybe the, the most. The most. Yeah, so, um, so I'm very grateful this time. I, I remember David uh, just texted me whether I want to do this concert within, I think, less than <laughs> five one... Minutes. Five, five, five minutes. Five minutes. minutes. I just said yes. <laughs> no thought needed. <laughs> no, yeah, just say yes. <laughs> you know, I didn't ask for anything, but just uh, yes, why not? You know, yeah. yeah. I also request to play two concertos. He was a bit shocked. <laughs> I think, and I guess I would just want to ask if you can sort of elaborate on why is it that you found his music Mm -hmm. so comforting, especially during that really, I mean, it was a really dark time for so many of us, right? Um, Maybe you can share why it was so comforting for you. I think it's kind of, uh, it grows into me. Like, I mean, of course, I love it when I was young. I played the easy, like the inventions or minuets and things things like that. 
But when you get, uh, when I continue to study more like programming field, uh, mostly keyboard work, <laughs> yeah, um, I tend to feel that the music actually gives me a lot of, um, not just for intellectual, like, you know, like, uh, like uh, uh, the knowledge mm -hmm. or also the music or the sound or whatever, but it's also really, uh, it trains my, it's like technical thing about music, but uh, the soul. Like it, it really comforted my soul, and I, I I love the music a lot because I remember I used to listen to Gobert Ration like almost every day yeah. when I was student time, and um, or the uh, Samatu Passion and all this. Yeah. yeah, so it's my favorite uh, music that I, I always with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. You know, it speaks to your soul, right? You feel it. Yeah. You feel it in your soul. Yeah. It speaks yeah. to you in so mm -hmm. many ways. And is there a particular work? Maybe I can ask all of you. Is there yeah. a particular work? I, I don't know, I think David can't answer this, but a particular work by Bach that you feel a very strong connection to. I know, sorry to make you limit it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to pick one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. It's hard. If I have to pick one, it would be St. Matthew Passion. Mm. Mm. Yes. Okay, okay, wonderful choice. And how about for you, Chongli? Um, if keyboard work. Keyboard yeah. work? St. Matthew okay. Passion, for sure, is my top list here. Yeah? Okay. Uh, keyboard work, Goldberg Variation. And 48 yes. per period in field. Mm. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> all right. And what about for you, Mayfield? Um I was about to say I uh, I always like the works that I'm currently preparing. <laughs> <laughs> so currently, uh, that, that has to be the two cantatas that I'm singing. Mm -hmm. But inside my mind, I also have the cello suites. Ah, so, okay. yeah. Yes. <laughs> and obviously, you know, when you're performing, because you have to really build a relationship with yeah. the music, right? You mm -hmm. have to, otherwise, how are you going to, you know, sh show that to the audience and perform yeah. that, isn't it? So, yeah, building it's like day and nights in the mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you hear it in your soul, <laughs> as Chong um, Lin said. So um, now let's talk a little bit about uh, the, the upcoming concert, right? So, uh, David, if I can ask you. So, yes, you know, out of the depths and now all things new. Talk to me about putting this together. And, you know, I'm always curious because you do a lot of work, um, you know, with Barkfest and with the Malaysian Bark Festival uh, Orchestra. How do you choose the repertoire each time? Well... Um, the way I choose the repertoire is actually quite technical or practical. Um, I would first see what kind of artists I have mm -hmm. or I would like to work with and to see what resources we have. Obviously, sometimes if our budget is not enough, then I wouldn't choose a piece with three trumpets, with timpani and a big orchestra. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, to, to, be, to, be, yeah, yeah. to be very honest. But, um, but I think most importantly, I would always choose works that first speak to me directly. Mm -hmm. For example, these two cantatas that I have chosen for this concert, I think um, they really moved me um, incredibly, especially coming out from the pandemic. I mean, these two cantatas, um, if you read the titles, they're kind of um, different, but um, they all have um, kind of one common theme that is um, contentment. So how, for example, in, in, in the first cantata, which is a, a sacred cantata, um, if you read the lyrics, it talks about how we shouldn't um, admire um, the comfort of the riches like our neighbors have, but really be grateful for the little gifts that we have in our lives. I think that is so important, um, such important message for us to remember, especially, you know, during good times and, and during challenging times. And um, of course, the second cantata, um, we believe that it is traditionally, we think that it is um, a wedding cantata that Bach has composed for his second marriage. Mm -hmm. And well, he was coming out also from a very difficult time because, um, you know, uh, when he was in Curtin, um, he was out 
uh, with uh, his prince for uh, several weeks to perform um, in Kausbart. So that was um, in Czech Republic, today's Czech Republic. And when he came home, he found out that his first wife was already dead and buried. I mean, he left his wife, seeing his wife being very healthy, very happy, and really looking forward to coming back to his wife. But then he came back um, to his home and then only learned that his wife has passed away. So then, of course, I think within a year or so, um, the prince hired a court soprano. Her name is Anna Magdalena. And to be a court soprano, not only you have to um, sing very well, and you also have to be very beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, and we believe that they probably fell in love with each other within the first time they met because um, already in the same year in December, we, we found that um, in the church um, register that uh, both Johann Sebastian and Anna Magdalena, um, they were already becoming a couple. Okay. They got uh, wedded. So then we believe it was for this wedding that Bach composed the wedding cantata. I mean, if you read the text, if you listen to the music, um, especially the first movement, you see the strings that are playing this upward gesture, kind of depicting that winter is going away. And then, um, so in the refrain or in the middle section, you will hear that it is a more uplifting section um, representing the um, welcoming the spring, the mm-hmm. flowers blooming and all that. So I think Bach was writing this kind of to um, describe how he himself was coming out from this winter storm, mm-hmm. you know, and then going into spring with hope, just like us coming mm-hmm. out from this pandemic and then looking forward to a brighter future. Mm-hmm. So a lot of symbolism as well in the music. Yes. So I think this two cantatas is perfect for um for the time that we are living in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, it's about rejoicing. It's about, uh, again, you know, uh, being thankful for what we have. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And and for you, Chong Lim, you chose those two, you wanted to perform two <laughs> keyboard concertos, yeah. right, much to David's, uh, yeah. I don't know, shock, was it shock or surprise? Or No, I mean, I, I was hoping he would perform yeah, yeah. two concertos, <laughs> yes. But he was asking one well, first. <laughs> but but he, 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 he picked these two particular uh, mm-hmm. concertos. Yeah, yes. Can you tell yeah. me why you chose these two particular um, ones? As an instrument, this right like i mean bach didn't write it for piano for sure yeah. this is keyboard uh i mean the capsicord and i i felt this too has a, i mean it's my favorite among the seven concertos it has um the like the, the first one the a major is it's a very bright and positive uplifting very, yeah uplifting yeah. and keeping with the theme yes yeah, yeah. so <laughs> that the second one the d minor will be a big contrast very dramatic very driven mm. so this two contrasting uh concerto that I want to play, actually, it, it helps me, like, you know, to get closer to all the different differences of his music. And also, I think it's good for the audience, too, because of um, the contrast. Yeah. But actually, I didn't know that the cantata that he, he's chosen before, because only, like, I just suggest these two concertos. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. this is something closer to, to at, at this moment, to uh, closer to what I uh, I want to perform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and for you, uh, Mayfung, you know, performing these uh, as a soloist, you know, I mean, what, what? Yeah. How does it speak to you? You know, ex- uh, what's being performed for this particular concert? What do you love about it? Or yeah, what is challenging for you, perhaps? Anything like that? Um, 
I probably would start from the uh, the two cantatas. Well, I, I don't get to choose. <laughs> I was assigned to. <laughs> Sorry, that's why I didn't ask. I kind of figured. But, but I, uh, I, 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 I would just say, right, yeah, I believe, um, I believe your decision. Mm-hmm. And um, definitely I uh, look into those music. You're um, up for the challenge, right? Whatever it may be. <laughs> I just believe in David. Uh, And (laughs) I actually didn't know that, uh, probably he told me, but I forgot uh, about the theme, uh, All Things New. So Mm -hmm. it didn't come to my mind. I I just focused on the two cantatas, uh, you know, because every time when I uh, got an invitation to perform, I really like just look at what, you know, that assignment that's in in front of me until... um, Until I don't know when, then he was mentioning to me about the theme then immediately I was like, wow, now I understand why these two cantatas. Because when I was just looking at the cantatas, um, yeah, you sort of like get the idea, but not really know. Yeah, until mm-hmm. David was telling me um, the theme this year is All Things New. And I was like, oh, all right. You know, that's like another level of understanding things, yeah. you know, yeah. like you've realized something, yeah. <laughs> enlightened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, I think when, when I look back into those um, two cantatas, it, it gives me a different layer of touch, which is very much, um, very much current, mm-hmm. you know, very much being contemporary, not Bach anymore, but now. Yeah. So that's, um, that's, that's the thing that I liked about Okay, okay. That sounds wonderful. And I feel like, you know, what I'm getting from you all as well is that this is a wonderful concept for anyone who's not quite familiar because uh, with Bach's, Bach's works, because you get that whole gamut of um, emotions and styles and everything. So it's, it will be a wonderful sort of gateway for someone who's new to Bach as well. Yes, I mean, like what she said, mm. Bach music is not only written for people living in the 18th century, but because it is so personal. And as human beings, even we are living about 300 years apart from each other, um, there these common themes, these common um, human feelings and characters that we all share. So the way that Bach had written his work so personally and um, so devotedly that it really speaks to us, even people living in the 21st century, even for people um, in Malaysia, I think uh, the most important thing, and many people have said that, you know, people ask, how, how, how can I appreciate Bach? How do we... Mm-hmm. How do we enjoy yeah. Bach? I think the only thing you need to do is come with an open heart. Mm-hmm. I think if you open your heart and you let the music speak to you, then I think everyone will find their own treasures, um, different treasures in, in Bach's music mm-hmm. because it, it, yeah. Bach is such a huge world. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something for everyone. Yeah. So come with the, uh, come with the blank slate as such. Right? Just immerse yourself in the music and in the beautiful singing that will come with it as well. So definitely. And can we just, you know, spend a little bit of time talking about the other performers? So you've got the Malaysia Bach Festival singers and orchestra as well. Uh, talk to me a little bit about your cast and crew as well. Yes. Um, for this concert, we only have the Malaysia Bach Festival Orchestra. Okay. And um, they are accompanying um, these two cantatas and these two concertos. And of course, we have um, very capable and young professional musicians. And, and that is one of the many reasons why I started Bachfest Malaysia is to provide um, a very respectful and a very fair, a, a, a very um, nice quality platform for the y- young professional uh, musicians. So um, we have Gabriel Lee as our concert master. And he is, um, I mean, he had a master's degree in um, early music and Baroque violin. So he will be leading the orchestra. And we also have um, a Malaysian Howard 
Wu. Um, he is original, uh, originally from um, Kota Kinabalu, and he will be playing the oboe, and he's also one of the founding members of um, the Malaysia Bach Festival okay. Orchestra. All right, so you've got a very strong, powerful team uh, working with you for this concert, and it's it's just coming up uh, in a couple uh, on the twenty fourth and twenty fifth of March. It's happening at the UCSI University Recital Hall. Um, yeah, and it, I just want to also quickly uh, bring up something that we spoke about the last time, the book that we were talking about, and is that still available for sale? Yes, of course. Um, the Bach pictorial biography is um, available in Kinokuniya in KLCC now, or at the new athlete. Um, uh, yes. bookstore yes. in Star Hill and also the Wisdom Bookstore and of course um, you can always um, order your copy on our official website bugfestmalaysia.com Okay, alright Well, thank you so much all of you for joining me today but before I let you go mm-hmm. just one last thing one message to from every one of you to our listeners on why they must if they've never if they've never given Bach a try mm-hmm. uh, a chance why they must come for this concert uh, Meifung, you want to you want to just start first? Well, I think um, there are so many universal values that we celebrate today and um, that you can see and hear from Bach music. That's why you should come. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chongmin? Okay. Um, he looks pressured. No, don't feel pressured. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I think uh, all of us musicians will try to bring the best of this music to the audience and hope everyone will come and share this joy with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wonderful. Thank you. And David, I left last for you why you should come to our concert because you deserve to listen to the best composer, which is Johann Sebastian Bach, <laughs> because you deserve it. Yeah. No biasness there. <laughs> Thank you so much, all Thank of you. you. Thank yeah. you for having us. My absolute Thank pleasure. You. I've Thank been, you. Most welcome. I've been speaking to David Chin, conductor of the All Things New Bach's birthday anniversary celebration concert. He's also the artistic director of the Bach, of Bach Fest. Ang Mei Fung, she's a soprano. Ang Chong Lim, a pianist. They are both soloists with the Malaysia Bach Festival Orchestra. Again, that uh, that performance, those performances are happening on the 24th and 25th of March at 8pm. Ticket prices range from 78 ringgit to 268 ringgit. And you can get your tickets at cloudjoy.com. That's cloudjoy.com. And I believe you must buy your tickets online, right? You cannot, uh, you cannot buy it. Uh, you cannot just, sorry, rock up and get it. So do get your tickets now. Thank you so much, all of you, for joining me today. This has been Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.